Welcome to Chosen Generation Ministries with Pastor Paul Morgan. We are a non-denominational, multicultural ministry based in the heart of Richmond, Virginia. CGM helps to develop nurturing, healthy relationships with ourselves, others, and God. We are a conversational church that engages our congregation in an active dialogue that enhances their personal walk with Jesus Christ in all aspects of life. Let's join Pastor Paul. We thank you, Lord, for waking us up this morning. We thank you for allowing us to see a new day. Thank you that we woke up in our right minds. Thank you that you never give up on us. Thank you for your love, your mercy, your grace. Thank you for strengthening us when we felt weak. Thank you for your presence now, Father. We ask for more of you. We ask you to have your way today. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. You may be seated if you can. Hallelujah. That song is just so powerful. Like, the fact that he took time to make us, and he made us in his image. Like, the nerve of him. <laughs> God is so awesome. So let's um, say the opening confession this morning. If you're online this morning, good morning. Please drop in the comment section where you're watching us from. We want to know where you, where you are. All right, let's say this in unison. Father, I choose to be open and receptive today. I humble myself, bearing my heart, my joys, and my pains. I thank you for restoring my wounded soul. I believe that I will not receive more than my humanity can bear. I ask that what is hidden in my conscious and unconscious mind, those secrets hidden from myself that block my growth and intimacy from God and others be revealed. Search me, Holy Spirit. Reveal these hidden hurts to me. Show me the areas that must be addressed today. I give you permission to go to the points of inception of my hurts and hidden memories that are negatively impacting my life. I give you access to my heart and my mind so that you may bypass any repression, denial, depression, disassociation, confusion, guilt, shame, condemnation, pride, unforgiveness, anger, fear, or lies that may be blocking my memories. Override any obstacles that have hindered me or are hindering me from receiving my freedom in you. I renounce and counsel the effects of receiving any accusations and lies into my mind, body, soul, and heart that is contrary to the truth of who you say that I am. I declare that I live my life loved, cherished, and adored by you. I receive in my heart every expression of your love for me. Because you love me, I am free of all guilt, shame, and condemnation. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Good morning, Chosen! Oh, good. I thought I was going to have to ask y'all again good morning, but y'all did good. They're awake this morning, Pastor. Look at the Lord. Say good morning, Lord. Good morning. Well, again, welcome to those online that are watching us. I have two visuals that I want to show y'all before we jump into the message. Is that okay? All right. If we could see the stop clock real quick. I want you to hold your breath and see how long you can hold your breath. That's as much as I can hold it. Anybody still holding theirs? Of course, Will is. Show off. 
Spencer, you still? Okay. Wow. Okay, cool. Anybody over here? Of course, Candace, our, our um, director of singing and musicality. <laughs> she has expanded her diaphragm to be able to hold the most amount of air. <laughs> okay, cool. So we did that example. If I could have Jocelyn and Corey come up here, one on each side of me. Here's a mask for you and a mask for you. Can you see them in the frame? Okay, get closer to me. I don't have cooties, I promise. <laughs> Go ahead and put your mask on and put it over your nose. Yep. Great, okay. So audience, what do, what do you observe? What do you notice while they have this mask on? We got a hand back there. I don't understand the question. Like, is there, I don't see their face. Okay, so that's what, so what you op okay. observe. Yep, Erica. Their restrictions on their breathing a little bit. Oh, yes. Anybody else? Yes. See eyes. Okay, you only see their eyeballs. Yep. Oh, Audrey. Their nose and mouth is covered. Okay, okay. Perfect. Okay, you can remove your mask now. Okay, now what do you notice? Go ahead, Ed. Expressions. Expressions. Yes. Mm -hmm. Candace. I can see the entire makeup of their face. Mm, I like that. The entire makeup of their face. Christian? Yeah, you can see more details. Details. Okay. Now air can flow more freely. Oh, she's reading my notes. Go ahead. <laughs> I can see Corey's nice beard. Oh. <laughs> he works hard on that beard, so thank you for noticing. <laughs> Go ahead, Faith. Take in the breath and release. You can see that. Wow. <laughs> good, good. Yes. Jocelyn looked very excited and relieved to take <laughs> off her mask. Relief. I like that. Yeah, very relieved. That's good. Thank you, volunteers. Let's give them a hand clap. <laughs> Perfect. So what do these examples have in common? Erica's on the right track. So what do these two examples have in common? Yes, in the back. They're the same person, but the mask gives you a different perception of them. Okay, okay. Well, Erica mentioned something about breath flow. Like, you know, both of, we held our breath in the first example, and now we had our mask on and we removed it. So at first our air restrict, um, was restricted, and now it's free and open. So I have, I have to let you know, I was the epitome of the mask wearer during the pandemic, okay? Like, I literally just took my mask off maybe last month. The family said it was a few weeks ago, but I think it was last month. <laughs> and once I did, I felt awkward. I was just like, oh my God, people can see my face now. They can tell if I have makeup on or not. <laughs> they can tell if I'm smiling or not. They can actually see if I'm listening or not. Like it was just so, such vulnerability that we hadn't experienced in so long because we've been wearing masks for so long. So basically, I just want you all to, to be mindful that we've been holding our breath for about three and a half years. So go ahead and inhale for me and exhale. Mm, yeah, yeah, that's good. Do it one more time. Inhale and exhale. It's so calming, so peaceful. Okay, in this family we love movies, so don't stone me. But does anybody know the title of this movie? 
waiting to exhale. Yes, that's what we're going to do today. We are waiting to exhale. We've been holding our breath for so long. And that's why this morning, Devlin sung Breathe, and we sung Waiting on the Lord, and Great Are You, Lord, because it's his breath in our lungs. Amen. So throughout this message, I'm going to remind you to breathe. So when I say inhale, you inhale. When I say exhale, you exhale like you're doing. So you're doing great. So let's do a quick little vocab lesson. Take you back to school. So breath is a single inhalation or respiration. Not to be confused with breathe. Breathe is to take air or oxygen into the lungs and expel it. Inhale is breathing in, drawing a breath in. Exhale is breathing out. We're emitting breath, air, or a sound. The sound would be Okay. Then we have respire, which means to inhale and exhale air for the purpose of maintaining life. That's key. We're trying to maintain life. Amen. It also means to breathe freely again after anxiety and trouble, which is what we've endured. And respiration means inhalation and exhalation of air, a.k.a. breathing. So I th y'all think y'all would pass that vocab lesson? <laughs> Perfect. So I want to show you what some some examples of what how stress affects the body and what we've endured. So it can affect your brain, your cognitive functions, your memory. It can uh, affect your skin. You could break out and whatnot. It could um, it could inter interrupt your gut health, like the inability to use the restroom or going too frequently or whatever. And it can go into your joints and your muscles. It can affect your reproductive system, your immune system. And it can also go cardiovascular. So I don't want you to think that it's not doing anything to your body, because it is. It is. Here's another example. So you could have trouble concentrating, headaches, anxiety, little bouts of anger. Have you noticed people have been a little <laughs> angrier lately? And they have a shorter fuse, I've noticed. Like I was at Costco the other day and I was getting my gas and they have a gentleman that directs the flow of traffic and he was busy on one side of the line and didn't have time to come over to the other line. And this gentleman behind me got out his car and started yelling, hey, hey, you, you need to come direct the, the traffic over here. And he just wouldn't let it go. And as we moved up and it was finally our turn to pump the gas, he was still yelling at the man and the man handled it perfectly he's like sir I'm not gonna argue with you and he just talked in a low voice and I said I like how you handled that you know so that was that was a really good real life example of how short people's fuses have become um muscle tension teeth grinding that's not good decreased sex drive that's also not good so pray on that <laughs> so I know some of y'all have probably watched this show before Wheel of Fortune right so we're going to play a quick game of Wheel of Fortune. What does Pastor tell us about emotions? There is no such thing as an unexpressed emotion. It goes somewhere and it does something. Pastor, your years of service have paid off. They've been listening. <laughs> Y'all guessed that much quicker than I expected. So good job. Good job. <laughs> So I'm going to jump into some scriptures about breathing. Um, the first instance of breath in the Bible, can you think of what that was? Tamika. Yes. And what happened? 
living being. Yes, yes. So Genesis 2, 7, it says, then, then the Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath or spirit of life, and man became a living being. That is awesome. And that's in the Amplified Version, Genesis 2, 7. The next scripture we're going to take a look at is Acts 17, 25 through 26. It says, neither is he served by human hands as though he lacked anything, for it is he himself who gives life and breath and all things to all people. So he is God, clearly. Um, let's also look at Acts 17, 28 in the King James Version. Read it, Acts 17, 28 in the King James Version. It says, for in him, in him, we live, move, and have our being. As certain also of our own poets have said, for we are also his offspring. So we're nothing without him. You know, you hear people say, oh, I'm a self-made person or whatever. No, you're not. Because if it wasn't for him taking the time to put breath into you, you wouldn't be able to do what it is that you're doing. So don't take breath for granted. And make sure you use it wisely. Amen. Also, Job 34, 14 through 15 and NIV. If it were his intention and he withdrew his spirit and breath, all humanity would perish together and mankind will return to dust. So that's, that's awesome. That really stood out to me. Also, um, Isaiah 40, 31 in the Amplified. But those who wait for the Lord, this is what Devlin's song was talking about. If you wait on the Lord, who expect, look for, and hope in him will gain new strength and renew their power they will lift up their wings and rise up close to God like eagles rising toward the sun. They will run and not become weary. They will walk and not grow tired. I love that scripture. Anytime I get discouraged or I feel like, okay, God, we over here doing life the way you said we supposed to be. Like, what's up? It's like, okay, don't get weary and well-doing. Like, it, don't faint. If you keep going, you're going to attain the prize. Anybody else feel like that sometime? Yeah. Oh, all the time. Yeah. So go ahead and write down Isaiah 40, 31 so you can reference that. <laughs> Hallelujah. Then my last scripture I have is Luke 21, 26. And it says, people will be terrified at what they see coming upon the earth for the powers in the heavens will be shaken. And basically it was talking about how in the last days people's hearts are gonna fail them and they're gonna become fearful. They're gonna drop dead, unfortunately, for lack of better words. But I wanna encourage you not to be one of those people because we have his breath in our lungs and we have his, um, he's already won, you know? So we have an upper hand against everybody else. So I thought that was cool. So as you notice, if your breath changes throughout the week, so whether you're tired or you're stressed out or you're anxious, there are four things I want you to be looking out for, okay? So whenever you notice your breathing is off, I want you to ask yourself, what am I feeling? What does pastor say? He says, name the emotion, right? Because emotion has a word to it. So whenever you feel like um, either your breath is shallow or you feel like you have what they call anxiety attack, just say, what am I feeling? And name that emotion. Number two, I want you to remember the promise, okay? 
Remember whatever, like, a reverend has been ministering last week. What has the Holy Spirit been telling you? What has he been ministering to you? Remember that promise. Why is it so hard for us to believe what he tells us? That's a real question. Shell, why is it so hard for us to believe what he tells us? Inhale. Exhale. Because sometimes we think he's like us. Mm. People say stuff, you know, I'll be there. I'm on my way. And they are not. Oh, wow. They are That's at good. home. <laughs> they are in the living room going nowhere. But they've said they're on their way. And we yeah. forget that he is he's so much more faithful than mm -hmm. his creation has been. Absolutely. Absolutely. Anybody else? Candace? That's right, because he's not a man that he should lie. And his evidence is everywhere. So why, why do we still doubt him? Go ahead, Candace. Our own, our own inability sometimes to trust. Oh, yeah. Inability to trust. That's a good one. Yes, Christian. I think sometimes we expect things to happen instantaneously. Mm, that's me right there. <laughs> it's like when you plant a seed and they say you shouldn't pluck it up, but you're looking at it waiting to grow. Like I'm one of those people like, okay, I prayed. So why it hasn't happened yet? <laughs> so remember the promise. Remember it. And also, even if you think it's too good to be true, just, just remember that he is too good to be true. So that would only make sense that his promise would be the same. So I have a new coworker and uh, step three was inspired by her. She always says, act accordingly. So when we're in HR and people act a little special, we'd be like, act accordingly. Like we don't wanna fire you, you know? So as you're thinking about your breath and you're doing step one through two, act accordingly. So what did he promise you? Walk in it, believe in it, grab it. Make it tangible. So for example, Corey and I were believing to have children. So pastor told us to get baby clothes, put them throughout the house. So on each door in the house, and we have a lot of doors, we have different baby clothes, girl clothes, boy clothes, unisex clothes. So that is how we're acting accordingly. We're, we're grabbing a hold of the promise that it's worth the wait, and we're seeing something that we can make tangible so that whenever our breath gets a little shaky and we'll get a little weary. We can see something and hold on to it. So I encourage you to do the same. And my favorite, number four, worship while you wait. Worship while you wait. And pastor's favorite song at the moment, because it changes often. <laughs> it's called Gratitude by Brandon Lake and Natalie Grant. And during the interlude, she says, don't let your uh, worry be greater than your worship. And she just encourages you to worship while you wait. So don't let your fear, your worry, your sadness, your thoughts, don't let it be greater than your worship. Because guess what? His name is above every name. Amen. And also that led me to a scripture, um, Psalm 156. It says, let every living, breathing creature praise God. Hallelujah. That's literally what it says. Psalm 156. So when you're finding moments to breathe, inhale, exhale, I, I encourage you to worship. I remember when we went to our ultrasound appointment two years ago and we were so excited and we were looking and we're waiting for the heartbeat and the lady's like, um, one moment, I'll be right back. And then she comes back in and the doctor comes in and they escort us to another room. They're like, unfortunately, we don't hear a heartbeat. We immediately started worshiping. We, I remember we put on Alpha and Omega and Total Praise, and it was just like, 
we're just going to keep worshiping because he's good. And, um, you know, my mom has an interesting way of looking at things. If you ever need a thought converter, call her. Like, literally, I'll be at work, and if I'm fuming about something, I'll be like, I need a curly converter, and she'll, she'll help me with that. But the conversion was, how do you know that that baby would have been viable, you know? Or how do you know that your life wouldn't have been in danger if it would have carried full term? So that's different ways, different perspective that you can look at things that happen to you throughout your life. So as we do number four and we worship while we wait, I want to kind of do an acapella worship if y'all wouldn't mind joining me. We're going to worship God and thank him for his breath. If you wouldn't mind standing, Spencer, make sure you put my reverb on, please. <laughs> Hallelujah. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Here I am to worship. Here I am to bow down. Here I am to say that you're my God. You're Yo 
deserve the glory. You deserve the glory and the honor. We lift our hands in worship as we lift your holy name. You deserve the glory and the honor. We lift our hands in worship as we lift your holy name. saying thank you for strength I thank you for peace it doesn't make sense it's nothing we can fathom but I thank you for your peace hallelujah hallelujah we thank you we thank you hallelujah so I want to encourage you to do that throughout the week whenever you feel stressed or your breathing is changing worship it changes everything hallelujah so think about the takeaway What's one step out of the four that you can start doing this week? Amen. Hallelujah. Let's bow our heads for salvation. If there's anybody online or anybody in the sanctuary that doesn't know Jesus, we want to send you this invitation. We're going to accept him, believe in him, and confess him. So if everyone in the congregation could um, repeat after me, Father... I know that I'm a sinner. 
and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe Jesus died for my sins and rose from the dead. I turn from my sins and invite you to come into my heart and my life. I choose to trust and follow you as my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. If you pray that with us online and in the sanctuary, we want to say welcome home. Welcome to the kingdom. It says that heaven throws a party whenever someone joins. So we're so, so happy for you. Please um, put in the chat if you accepted Jesus today. And go to our salvation tab on chosenrva.com. Amen. Thank you for joining us. Please visit our website, chosenrva.com, and check in with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Chosen RVA. We hope you'll join us again soon.